people, not you guys, but mm. I, I, I'm trying to say this without sounding like a dick, I guess, but like people wrote it off as like, oh, it's just kids cursing. It's a one joke movie. And it's definitely there, that aspect of it. Yeah. But there's like a, it just captures like the innocence of kids, like just how stupid they are, but how sweet that is at its core. And Wait, what days do your podcast come out, guys? Sorry. Uh, Thursdays, yeah. Thursdays? All right, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's just something sincerely sweet about how stupid kids are sometimes. That All right. I, Thanksgiving I 2021. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I'm sticking the flag into the... We're... We are doing good, boys. On if it's, a, if it's on your podcast or it's on ours, the four of us are doing well. Yes. I I would like to do it. Well, can we do it here? Because it's well. I just want Kira to watch it. Kira has to watch it. No, no, no I'm saying the four of us. The, yeah, yeah, we're all yeah. all of us do. I'll all commit to that. A year from Thursday, oh you can. I don't have I got I'm my calendar out now. I'm putting it in my calendar. Uh, I have it. <laughs> so, so now my calendar just says for Thanksgiving, good, Thanksgiving and good boys. <laughs> 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 and, and I'm uh, and I'm Adam, and uh, I'm giving thanks uh, to all these good boys and girls on the call today. <laughs> uh, today we have I was scared to fashion JZT. Hello. Gobble gobble. We are <laughs> celebrating Thanksgiving by talking about good boys, as we promised months and months ago. A, a yearly tradition, I assume. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) listeners will know the context of this because they heard it in the intro, I'm assuming. So they're ahead of us. But Kira, but I I don't remember the context of this. So I would really love for Kira to remind me about all of this. Like I I need a refresher. Well you I'm sure there's and there's audience members out there who surely too would appreciate a refresher, you know? Yeah. Because even though I, they heard the intro, they're like, was that a song? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think um, so basically like Adam didn't want to watch Josie and the Pussycats and it was three against one and Adam was like, You guys are staging a coup to like get me to watch Josie and the Pussycats right. and we're like, No, it's a good movie. And then you were like, well, I like I don't remember how we got onto the topic of Good Boys, but you were like, well, Good Boys is a good movie. And then you like would not stop talking about Good Boys, and then you were bullying all of us, being like, no, guys, you don't <laughs> okay, I feel like you're probably stretching this further than like no, on my end. But you kept saying like verbatim, like it's not what you think it'll be, and then you're <laughs> yeah, saying that, that. that it's exactly what we think it'll be. It's way better, I think, and I think it's. Okay, so like I feel like this and Joe's and the Pussycats weirdly fall in the same category for me. No. Where I, Kira, it's I'm on the this is my Chicago Seven. Okay, I'm on the floor. This is my time to speak. <laughs> Let me have this. I feel like this is a lot like that. Where on paper it looks like the most annoying movie ever, um, because you literally like had you you tried to get me to watch that Joe's and the Pussycats movie for a year, 
and I was dreading it. Uh, no offense to these fine gentlemen with us today. Uh, it was just the movie itself that I just didn't want to watch. And I think a lot of it had to do with Kira's insistence that I was like, no, I don't, I'm not going to like this movie. Like stop trying to force this movie on me. Um, but Good Boys is also a movie that I thought looked very bad. And the only reason I saw it was because I signed up for Regal Limited, the Regal subscription service. And it was the first movie I tried out the day I got the card. Um, and I just walked into the theater and I was immediately delighted. And that entire month, I saw it four other times <laughs> at that Regal Cinemas with like different people each time. Cause I just kept saying like, I have to take you to see this movie. It's delightful. Um, and they all loved it. And I, you know, I'm, I will not apologize for having taste. I'm, I will not apologize for chuckling and uh, enjoying life. So that's my, that's my statement uh, to the court, to the jury. Wow. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, so I've always had this in the back of my mind of like us having to do this. Um, and I remember leading up to, I think it was like towards the end of September, I was like, wait, okay, I'm seeing fashion a few weeks and I feel like he's going to say something about like that being on his calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and then like at the end of the night we were dropping you off at the train station uh -huh. and you were like oh like on my calendar i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah cause i believe i put it in my calendar on the last episode uh and uh, yeah completely forgot about it until yeah. in the back of uh, sean's car yeah so yeah so this movie um <laughs> i know that we all don't have memories from it but Other than this me. yeah this movie <laughs> falls into that um era where that run the jewels song was on every single yes. trailer and commercial for anything and that pissed me off at the time yeah. i was like there's one rap song that is in that that we know as a culture come on no overused unacceptable and it's in this movie. Like, I thought that it would just be in the trailer. I didn't expect for it to actually be, like, on the soundtrack. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Now, I, by the time it came in the movie, I had been won over. So I had no problem with the song use by that point. By minute 55 or whatever. Yeah. I was cool with it. So I was saying before you got on the call um, that you were messaging me about how charming it was. Oh, so, yeah. Um, should we just kind of like go back and forth, like oh, like a reenactment, boys and <laughs> bad boys, aka a reenactment? All right, I believe the first uh, words are "Oh fuck yeah," <laughs> which uh, of course it is. So, Team Good Boys are the ones who like the movie. Team Bad yes. Boys are the ones that hated the movie. So, wow. who wants? I'm to on go Team first? Good Boys. Good Boys love the movie Good Boys, right? <laughs> yeah, Daisy T. Good okay, Boys cool, love cool. the movie. Just checking. Just checking. Um, I feel like that's such a... Like, why are we dealing in absolutes right now? Because like, you said that we were on trial right now. <laughs> you said that this, that this podcast episode was, like, core. But you have, to, you have to hate it or love it? Like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I Wait, do love Adam, it. Adam, do you love it? All right. I do, I, okay, I, so I think the binary is clear. I do love it. <laughs> 
I just it's the principle of it all. Let's do it. Sure, sure. I mean, if we had a fifth person on there, maybe they'd fall in the middle, but we uh we don't. So I think the teams are set. Did Zenny watch this movie with you? She did not. Oh, rats. If we go for two hours, I can talk my roommate into starting it now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me say that. Hate hate is very strong. I agree with you there, Ed. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm happy that people like it, (laughs) as opposed to a lot of movies uh, of the ilk where I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I I don't I don't like these movies at all. This was I would this I I thought I would hate this way more than I did, but yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's where I'm at. Wow. I I do want to preface like this mm-hmm. uh, everything I'm about to say further by saying mm-hmm. I just drove from Disney after seeing <laughs> Mike Mike Mills movie Come On Come On, which is a beautiful <laughs> life affirming movie, and I, I really came, want to see it. It's it's incredible. It's one of the best of the year, and um, and I jumped immediately on call after having a life <laughs> experience to talk Good Boys. So sometimes what I'm saying is, cinema is walking Phoenix bonding with his nephew, sure. and sometimes cinema is watching Jacob Tremblay drink beer and uh, right. a, a kid break his arm. And sure. uh, Jacob Tremblay does not drink beer in this movie. Uh, Brad Brady Noon sips beer, <laughs> four sips of beer, a, a record for the school. JZT is beating me as the new good boys head off the pod. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> not a shocker for me. <laughs> I would also like to frame my viewing experience a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, let's see, morning. Yeah. Well, it's not that guys, I almost had to I almost thought I would have to cancel a second time mm-hmm. and not weigh in on this good boys talk because I got asked to work last minute. Someone else, some other P, the PA's car broke down. They're like, are you free? Would you move down to do returns? They go, and at this point, I've yet to watch Good Boys. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got out of watching Good Boys. Yeah, and I need the money. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I I can't. I did something before this, too. Canceled on that and said, hey, I have to work. Is it cool? Like, yeah, no problem. An hour goes by, and I still have not been told where to go or if I'm actually confirmed working. I text him, you still need me? They didn't. So <laughs> was able to redo the thing I was doing with a friend beforehand. So I'm on if you're on though. And but so then then I finished a YouTube video, a very long YouTube video. Then <laughs> I watched an episode of Succession. Then I said, all right, time to watch this dang good boys movie. I wonder if there's a way to do it for free. I looked into it. It's like maybe on FX now or maybe Xfinity. I spent an hour. I also had to sort out an Xfinity thing with my mom. We got a whole password issue going on. It's a whole thing. Then I got that sorted out. Then trying to get Peacock working. Nightmare. <laughs> they have the, the most headache-inducing. It's bad. Because my mom has, in theory, free premium Peacock through her Xfinity account. Right. But that's but I have to log in from her TV. Yep. Then connect the apps. Then you, think, you, think, you think that's bad? If I want to access it, I have to text you to get the info. <laughs> no, yikes! <laughs> and I, I let. I was mad because this took like an hour. I spent an sure. hour trying to figure it out. Probably, I was having at it over Twitter DMs with their support service. I was really being like, "You guys are gonna lose the streaming war." I was being <laughs> rude, like. Not threatening anybody, just being like, you guys need to get your shit together. Every every other streamer is is, is way easier than this. You guys suck. Mm-hmm. So I was in a bad mood. 
And I just caved and just, you know, rented it from uh, iMovie, iTunes. And instantly, my anger... Again, I'm just framing this. Like, I was, it should have been in the worst possible yeah, mood. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck this bullshit. And instantly, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> and then my anger just melted away. Uh, just a, a hack for out there. Just uh, Google the name of a movie, watch free online, and go to the eighth I link, tried. and you'll oh, you'll be fine. That's... Interesting, eighth link. Because the first one I got was like some no, scary they're all, website. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to go down. This is what I've been telling Kira for months, and she just still rents movies. I'm with Kira. I, it's I hard rent to every out. single movie. I literally spend like three ninety nine every week. On Ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I, I, I listen. I, I don't do it for everything that I need to watch, but if it's easy to find and I don't, uh, you know, don't want to spend an hour dealing with Peacock, yeah, there you go. Solve that. I would also like to say shout out to libraries. I'm a yeah, member of, of the Burbank Public Library. I got nine DVDs. Some primo. I'm talking. There will be blood. Mm-hmm. Phantom Thread. Beginners. Mm-hmm. Adam. I was trying to bone up on Mike Mills movies in anticipation for Come On, Come On. Uh, yeah. But this is also a great opportunity for me to tell my Come On, Come On story, Adam. Please do. At 7:15 Saturday night this past week, I'm all I'm all set and ready to go see Come On, Come On at the IMC in Burbank at, at 7:45, and I'm just like, okay, it's last minute, but I was like a half hour away, like more than enough time to get there like let's do this and i'm driving there going mm, it's about dinner time though mm, i'm a little cranky and a little distracted and mm, well i can have like one of the bavarian legend pretzels at amc that'll be filling but mm, fuckers are huge they're huge and delicious my mom and i split one yeah they're great turtles, holy moly and they're like it's 20 bucks if you also get the soda it's a lot of money yeah but it is filling and then i'm just like sitting there going I am distracted, and this is a probably heavy movie, and I kind of would rather just cancel the. Got to give it its due, yeah. And go, and yeah, get a burrito. It's like, do would it be a perfect night if I got a burrito, listened to a podcast, and then went to sleep at nine p.m. and it was, and I did that, <laughs> and I had a lovely Saturday night, and um, and that is we'll his watch. come on, come on story. That's my I, come on. Yes, I, I finally got a chance to share. <laughs> I had to pay <laughs> sitting on that one for a while. Huh? Yeah. The, um, the aforementioned Regal Unlimited, where my first movie was Good Boys, they are yes. not playing Come On, Come On at any Regal in Orlando at the moment. So I, I had to go all the way to Disney. I paid $17 for a ticket, which is only wow. $5 cheaper than Regal Unlimited itself. And then I got a drink at McGuffin's Bar, and that was thirteen fifty. Whoa. And I uh, convinced them that I was an investor, so I got this free popcorn. Yes, but, AMC's. Uh, yes. Uh, but That's other... something else I've been wanting to talk about. <laughs> you can just say you're an AMC investor and you get into like private, private screenings. Popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> it's so this is funny. a life hack pod. This isn't yeah. about good boys. We're just giving you life hacks. <laughs> well, we'll get there, you know. Because watching the movie Good Boys is a life hack, too. But, you know, <laughs> to be a happy person. <laughs> yes. And I missed out on a House of Gucci early screening for AMC investors. I I was working, but then I was like, well, it sounds like we might get off early tonight, so maybe I don't need to cancel. And then I... We didn't. We didn't. I I have to say it. I'm not even kidding right now. I would honestly love if we just kept doing this. Like, we never talked about good boys. Like, this would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
We just like made Kira watch it. You know, hey, you never. <laughs> we can't put it off until next well, again, this is a yearly tradition, so we yeah. have a whole so we'll have time to talk about There's it next year. Plenty of time, honestly. And and obviously, in a year, Kira's heart will have warmed two good boys, and we'll, we'll have a full unanimous agreement that it's a lovely movie. I will say, and I was having this uh, discussion with my friend Zach in the car on the ride home from Come On, Come On tonight, where we were just reminiscing on summer 2019 for Good Boys. And I was like, this is literally the most harmless movie ever, maybe. <laughs> um, it is absolutely a pure movie about friendship. And, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, just three boys that don't understand the world, but they, they love each other. You understand this is far from the first movie to be like that, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't need everything to be the first thing ever. It's just... I know, just but crazy. you said yeah. you did use an absolute to say it's the purest ever. It is the purest. It, okay. I mean, All right. Yeah, it's the purest. It's the purest. Okay. Name a pure movie than Good Boys. Let's see. Paddington 2. Better. Fuck that bear. Oh. I actually haven't seen any of the Paddingtons yet, so uh, people swear by them and they sound like very wholesome, lovely movies, but yeah, soon. It. Soon. Maybe that should be next Thanksgiving. Ooh, that's a good idea. We'll write it down. Something actually good that won't torture me. I don't know. Okay, but to be fair, Kira, I think you went into this with the intention of hating it. I really didn't. Yes, you, <laughs> dude, you literally told me. I said you might like it, and you texted me no. <laughs> I wasn't in a bad mood when I started watching it. Um, you maybe, mean, it sounds like maybe you need to be because these two were not looking true. for it and then yeah. enjoyed it. True. Well, there were a few things that I laughed at. I'll say it. This is my main takeaway from the movie. I think that children saying weird things is inherently funny because some of the things that they say are like actual things that kids would say, like his dad doesn't even pay taxes or just <laughs> yeah. like like your mom's cookbook was plagiarized because it's like clearly stuff that like they like overheard, overheard. My, never... my favorite line of the entire movie is um your dad has two duis has to write the train to work that's a sick <laughs> like i forgot that one that's good so good and if the whole movie was stuff like that and like kids putting on a production of rock of ages because that's another one of my favorite things is yeah. like middle school and high school productions that are like completely inappropriate <laughs> I think the movie would be like incredible if it was just that personally yeah, without the all the like director it uses like it's such a good use of like from my experience in Holly weird it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like it's just like clearly everything went wrong for him and like he probably was in LA for like six months and you know burned out fast and and the kid, like, OD in the fake bathroom on stage at the end. And the parents just, like, looking mortified at the stage. <laughs> I, so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he does a bump. He, likes does a little cocaine backstage at <laughs> school. He's gonna get fired. Like, he's Guys, not long for that school. But this movie's epic. I don't care. It's such an epic movie. So fast. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> What are your um, overall, like, what's your, like, takeaway from your first right. Um So we, we talked about this plenty. I think probably on the 
last episode or after we recorded or whatever, but just mm-hmm. your and I's general feeling out of it before we watched was, all right, so super bad, and then book smart, now this, right? And I was also wondering where Pen15 fell in the timeline for this. Because I do, I love Pen15, so I was wondering, like, what is that that this isn't for me? And I think weirdly what it comes down to is that's coming from a perspective of history. Like, it's a, not just that it takes place in 2000, but, like, those girls lived that experience and are putting that in there. This is people, I'm sure, obviously using life experience, but projecting what it's like to be a kid today especially because technology plays such a part of this, that mm-hmm. it just feels, I can see the people playing make-believe and then the kids having to say the things that the adults are making believe that a kid is. So I think that's a factor for me. Um, yeah. Because I also can't really grapple with how old are these kids supposed to be because they 12, have all this. Okay. We had the internet at 12, and 12 is pretty late to be learning some of this stuff. I feel like the kids are learning, and I get that they're good boys. I get it. That's part of the premise, but I don't know. I just had a hard time like grabbing onto certain levels of convenience of like, oh, when we want them to not know things for a joke, we can, and when we need them to know stuff to advance things, then we can. And I couldn't like. It can totally grasp that. Um, that said, again, like I said, I thought I would hate this way more than I did. Um, and I don't know how much of that is just being removed from all of this stuff. So uh, the first movie I saw alone in a movie theater was super bad. And I don't like that movie. <laughs> really? I walked, yeah. Walked out of the movie and like, yeah, it sucked. I hate that. And it's like, I feel lost in a generation because everybody of that age loves Superbad. And I think as these distilled versions of it come and go, be it fun size, a Nickelodeon PG-13 version of Superbad, or, you know, book smarter, this, or whatever, I, I think as I just get older, I go, oh, this it doesn't <laughs> matter as much to me anymore. Which, again dulls my hatred for it but it doesn't circle me back around to being like oh these are good <laughs> uh, it's still it's still not my tempo it's still not my speed um that said I, this is a podcast that has covered max keeble and diary of a wimpy kid and those are movies i do like and uh, you know so i do weirdly think even though the juxtaposition of anal beads and children is not like the funniest thing in the world to me i think they do a good job of making it in the tone of those movies, even if that is not my style of humor, I could get what I want out of those movies out of this movie. Less of the Up All Night Pineapple Express stuff and more of that stuff. That makes a lot of sense because like, I kind of grew up watching a lot of like raunchy studio comedies and I feel like that is always and forever my biggest guilty pleasure. Like... I, I will just, like, if a movie makes me laugh consistently throughout, I will pretty much forgive, honestly, any other faults I have with it. And I think it's only because, like, I was that kid who saw, like, super bad at, like, the age of eight years old or nine years old. I saw Pineapple Express when I was super young. Um, I have, like, such nostalgia for all these movies. 
but it just to like hear that. <laughs> so like when I saw something like good and I feel like good boys was almost like the last of its kind. Like I feel like it was because it was pre-COVID. It wasn't like it was um the movie itself or anything. But it was really kind of like the last studio comedy at yeah. the time. And I feel like even at the time we all felt like, well, this is the last <laughs> one for whatever. <laughs> like they're just not yeah. gonna do it anymore. Yeah, and I don't know why, but this is like the last time I remember unless I'm just forgetting a really good comedy or something in between that mm. where I like fully enjoyed a comedy. Lovebirds. Right, Lovebirds, is it Lovebirds? Oh, oh, God. God. oh Lovebirds, what <laughs> What a flaming failure. Awful movie. <laughs> Did you see it? Unfortunately, yes. It, that uh, was one where the trailer made me angry by the I having to see it like, you know, whatever, nine times before other movies. It's just like yeah. again, like not AMC Nicole Kidman commercial level of like <laughs> I started to leave, which is annoying too, because it's right before the movie starts. So it's like I'm literally yeah. just circling the block, but I hit, I hit a wall before uh, Spencer was like, "I can't. I just can't. I'm. I'm. I'm." Now, what's your issue with the Nicole Kidman uh, MZ thing? I find it um, to be a little tone deaf, where she mm-hmm. said, and a little um, unrealistic to what going to an AMC theater, yeah, is like. And um, I feel like it makes me want to not never defend a movie or a theater going experience. <laughs> it makes me like all not enjoy the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, fair enough. So fuck this. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, all you need to have is have a guy go Ugh, with popcorn. That's that's all you need. Yeah. I miss him so much. Also, the Nicole Kidman thing. I literally just started like reciting it back to the screen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else. Um. I, I'm not an AMC boy, as I've said, and I mm-hmm. when I but I went to AMC tonight to see mm-hmm. that, and um, it was only my second time seeing it on the big screen. Um, the first time was when I saw uh, Titan, I believe it's called, oh. um, and I I felt like I was tripping when I was watching it. I'm just like, this is not real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what is the state of Regal right now? Are they still doing the weird roller coaster thing, or yeah, they still do the roller coaster thing, yeah. which um, I. I applaud them for yeah. Yeah. it. Um, I wish it was still like the shitty 2002 like graphic design right. version and not the updated <laughs> version. But I still love that they still have like the little popcorn jump scare when yeah. you're about to drop. Um, God, I Regal Cinemas <laughs> is where it's at, boys. Now this is a question just for Fesh. Is that <laughs> Union Square movie theater? Is that a Regal? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I'm aware of this roller coaster intro. And, <laughs> yes. I believe. Yeah, we saw. Pixels there. It's, it's, hands that might have been the, the last theaters time. in New York. One of the best all-around movie theaters. You know, I, I think it was at that one. But they in like they introduced the new technology where like three of the walls in the movie theater the are X a screen. screen or whatever. Yeah, screen. Yeah, X. yeah. 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 Um, I've uh, I've never tried that, and I really do not want to. Um, it is it sounds... included in your thing? Your Regal? Um. I don't know if Regal has a Screen X near me. Wait, um, is it? It's not movies. Yeah, I've never put any thought into this at all. So it's just a movie where part, like two thirds of the screen are to the left and the right. Yeah, it's like it I makes it so, more yeah. immersive, but it it sounds like a terrible what idea. What if there's yeah, like a close up? <laughs> I that's 
I don't want to find out. I don't want to know. Like, I don't. I, I, do. hmm. I had an experience hmm. recently. So I saw Dune in IMAX, and it was hmm. the first IMAX movie I've seen in a very long time. And I thought it was a stylistic choice where on one planet, the it was like, uh, you know, one aspect ratio. And then on the other planet, it was four by three, bigger. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but then Orly, I was like, they're trying to show the different locations, but it's not consistent. What the hell is going on? I'm so confused. Then I saw Eternals and go, oh no, okay. Some of the, the IMAX shots are that big and the rest are not. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so strange. that's just like how IMAX weirdly works if you're huh. shooting some scenes in IMAX. The mo- the worst perpetrator of that was uh, the last Transformers movie, not Bumblebee, but the, the last Michael Bay Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Because The Last like- Night, is that? Yes, I believe so. Um, and there are like literally scenes, like the same scene, but different angles. And it would switch from that to this to that. And like aspect ratios, like in the same scene, yeah. the same shot. And it was so, I mean, the movie already like blew completely. Yeah. But like that on top <laughs> of it, I was like angry leaving the theater. Like I had a headache. Yeah. I actually think like if the director is specifically like, shooting for IMAX it can be like really cool like I remember when I saw um Mission Impossible Fallout during the jump scene the aspect ratio changed like along with the plane Mm -hmm. opening and then um like it was very like subtle but like you can kind of tell and then the same thing with First Man like when they were like launching and stuff like it would like expand or when um I remember specifically like when the um like ship like opened onto the moon like yeah. The screen like opened with the door, and the score like swelled up that yeah. exact moment. Yeah, I remember. So, that. like, it can be good, but I feel like it could be like really jarring if not. The director just has like a have he has or she has to like have like a very precise knowledge of like how IMAX works. Because I still think one of the best examples I've ever seen is in uh, the second Hunger Games movie when Cadmus is like rising up to the games and it's expanding right when she gets thrown into the games. Ooh, that's cool. And, it is so fucking good. Like I, catching fire already rules, but that seeing an IMAX really got to me because everything from that point forward, from the start of the game to the end of the games, the whole movie is an, the full screen IMAX from that point forward, and it just it works. So like, when directors know how to use it, they really do a good job with it. IMAX, we salute you. Salute to IMAX. I was not going to say it, but hey, what are you going to do? You got to salute IMAX. I want to see Good Boys in IMAX. No. I would love to see Good Boys in IMAX. Jay-ZT and me will go see Good Boys in God IMAX. damn, those anal beads would be the size of a, you know, human hamster wheel. They did play Good Boys in my local <laughs> RPX theater for some reason. It would be the size of a <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, yeah. My God, that animal is big enough for that. Just big so people can understand this. the scale, you got a human answer yeah. wheel. That's how big the animal be. Yeah, <laughs> be huge. Oh, that poor girl Brit putting those animal beads around her neck. Yeah, you see her tears. Now, Will Forte plays the dad in Booksmart and this, right? Or oh, yeah. yes, yes, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Now, my book smart knowledge is weaker. I believe I did watch that on a plane and maybe I mean, not. The, the, it is different. It's different. Uh, I'm, I'm putting it in a category. It's not yeah. beat for beat the same but thing. No, but, no, you no. Know. That movie, too, I hated the trailers for an advertising sure. campaign 
and then reluctantly watched it later and was shocked. I'm like, oh, you know, okay, I like. It. There's parts I really don't like about Booksmart, but uh, parts about overall, I was like, yeah, this is good. I like it. I'm cool. I'm fine with this. Same song in the trailer. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. In a very uncharacteristic thing for me, I actually didn't like Booksmart. Um, cannot remember why, but I didn't like. <laughs> Wait, how is it uncharacteristic of you? Because I feel like it's something that I would be obsessed with. Oh. I don't know, just the vibes of it. I like. I like that movie a lot, but I saw it at a very like. 2019 was like, I, don't know, I feel like that was everyone's year. Like everyone was having a very good 2019. I can't speak for everybody, but that everyone that I know, I remember at the time was like, this is a good year. And then COVID happened. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so then I, uh, but I remember just seeing Booksmart at a very good time in my life. And it just completely was just like, yeah, this movies are cool. Movies are good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Heck, well, you know, of course, 2019 is the year of Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Um, I mean, honestly, Avengers the Lion Endgame. King, Aladdin, yeah, yeah. Dumbo, okay. yeah. Wait, yeah, wow, what a year! Just they, they truly did just like cash out big in twenty. Covid's coming. We're not. Gonna... <laughs> um. Well, Kira, you haven't even really got into your good boys thoughts, so I'm I'm curious to hear uh, you uh, take the stand and. Uh, state your case well like I said um, I could do without the raunchiness it was funny enough um, as it was I think that um, like what Fesh was saying about it feeling like adults writing for kids like one note that I wrote down this is something that really annoys me Molly is definitely a fake drug that was invented by 2010's comedies (laughs) (laughs) that's just how I feel and it's still being used by um, writers who are like, oh, this is what kids like, right? Molly right. And Drug TK, and we go through and <laughs> replace them, yeah. I well, mean, yeah. Molly is beforehand. like the drug that is like soft enough where it's like you just are happy and touchy and not dangerous, or so they think. ML. Although it can be laced with like dangerous stuff and you can die just as easily, maybe more easily. But yeah, somehow another teenagers doing Molly is softer than teenagers doing cocaine. Then it's like real issues. But Molly's like, oh, that's a one time. The reality is so elastic enough that it's like, it could be coke. It doesn't matter. It's like, no one, I'm not concerned that anyone is going to die in this movie. Like, it's a cartoon. It's fine. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the Florida of it all, but I feel like people mm. here reference Molly like all the time. So when Kira says that, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm at a concert, and they're like, I brought Molly, and I'm like, cool. I did it one time at a concert and had a fun time. What concert? <laughs> it was LCD so Sound System in mm. 2017. Ironically, I did it for Rubber Jewel. So, oh no! <laughs> did you just go Carol when they played that song? Um, I think it was before the song came out. Otherwise, it would be it would be like um, you know, like when a sleeper cell agent has like the trigger word. Like, <laughs> uh, like, when that song played, I just would have went completely nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, like um, I feel like when a movie isn't like capturing my attention completely, um, 
it just led me to like my mind to wander like these kids are like wealthy (laughs) like I just feel like I always like get to that place when it's like I'm not like fully engaged um (laughs) I'm just like it, it also led to me like not I know that they're like children but part of me found it really like funny like it was funny when like clearly like the rich kids were like being ridiculous like what was that kid's name that was like the popular one where they went to his house Soren. yeah um yeah Atticus L. Atticus L like it's really funny when there's just like a last initial um but I think it would have been interesting if they added like some kind of like class divide. I know that's just like me like grasping for straws for this movie. To We're be, talking like, about good boys, right? Somewhat interesting. <laughs> just want to clarify. Right? But like, it's like no, I just want to make sure. if there's nothing like setting them apart from like the popular kids, like it's like there are no, there's nothing at stake. I All do. Of them I, are just I, annoying. I like, gotta say, I kind of agree with you, Kira, because part of me at first you're like, well, what's wrong with these three? I mean, they're they're all cute. They dress fine. It's not like they dress like gross or dirty. You know, it's like their clothing, same clothing rack that the rich kids' clothes come. You know, same costume design. So I mean, I, I'm just going off of the tropes of movies, not necessarily my memory of Good Boys. But I mean, I feel like it's always a thing of like they're late bloomers, right? Or like, I guess the the the, the sip thing is supposed to be yeah part of it. And the fact, it, yeah, it's just so funny that the most popular boy is tiny. Yeah. Soren is so small and so adorable and has a cute little haircut, but it's just like he's you do kind of feel like, well, maybe they would make fun of him because he's small or hasn't had his, his growth spurt yet or whatever, you know. But no, he's top of the food chain. It, it's so I love the it's scene where he like calls uh jacob tremblay over to the table yeah and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and then jacob tremblay is like a uh, bye dog bye dogs like it's yeah, just so, so like there's so many pure moments in this movie where it's just like they're just i yeah, don't know just i think my my singular favorite moment is when he's breaking the news to thor that they're not invited and he's like he just he thinks you're random and it's like <laughs> yeah, it's mean... a huge dramatic beat and it's like that that's that's yeah well success when, yeah. Soren says like they're so random, and Jacob Tremblay's like, no, they're specific. Like, are... <laughs> um, yeah. One thing that I think is missing from this, because like Adam and I have both worked with kids that are like Gen Z. Um, I used to be a camp counselor. One thing that I think is really, really, really unrealistic, and I'm not looking for pure realism, but when you're writing a movie like this, kids don't know how to curse. Um, they would not be cursing as, like, cleanly written as these kids would be. Like, they would be randomly throwing curses, like, where they wouldn't belong. And not to disagree disagree with you, but when I was in fifth grade, and then this is, again, going to, like, people, well, I know what kids are like, but it's like, we on a bus stop. Our parents dropped us for off sure. hard on Definitely. But I, how much of that is us rewriting that we know, because we know now how to curse, that we assumed we were doing it right then versus figuring it out, you know? I just I remember, like, totally. In my memory by two, because grade two, or second grade, 
totally having it mastered because South Park and all of that. But yes, yeah, South Park. Uh, how the game how much of that? Again, if we looked at back at the tape and be like, "Oh, that's not how it actually went <laughs> at all." Oh, yeah. I wasn't nearly as with it as possible. But again, that kind of circles back to my problem, where it's like, "Oh, they've never they've know the word porn, but they've never Googled porn before today." Well, especially too, if he's jerking off to he is jerking off at the beginning of the movie, but to like characters it's a little like all right well if he's cranking it he's probably explored this more right yeah i that's what i kind of like i think it's easy to like know like what fuck means or like how to like uh throw in like just how to properly swear words but like there are things that they don't know about in this movie that i thought was like really funny like they don't exactly know what feminism is they don't know what like that's, that's a good is. joke that's yeah, a yeah. good joke i'm like, not a feminist i love women it's, yeah my mom's <laughs> my best friend yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm not a misogynist i've never massaged anybody like i <laughs> and uh a nymphomaniac is someone who is someone who has sex on land and sea uh, <laughs> i just so many like jokes like that where they just say it very quickly so you could kind of miss it but i like those like little moments where it shows them as like very unaware children that think they know what they're talking about but they don't and i i don't know that's part of my appreciation i think we're just gonna really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors thanks guys Hey friends, do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Of course you do. That's why you listen to this podcast. It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cinematic masterpiece Josie and the Pussycats, Zillennial Canon Award winner, I'll add that, to comfy sweatshirts made for the brave members of the Movies By Yourself Club. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special gift to you, because we love you and appreciate you, listeners can save 10% on their next order with code SUPERZILLENNIAL in all caps with no spaces at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Thank you so much, Superyaki, for sponsoring this episode. Let's watch more movies, guys. Can I ask, uh, not, I'm jumping pretty far ahead here, but just generally for, for the day is here. Do you guys miss uh, friends from school? <laughs> it's good, like from middle school? From any grade, honestly, any time in school. But I just feel like an, one thing that makes me fail to connect to any of these movies is like, that process was pretty easy for me. Like I, I had like, like I cared for people at the time, but it was like, okay, this is over. All right. We're, I don't know. I just feel the level of graduation these movies treated with it, which is the point. Like that's why make it if it's not going to be that I understand. But like, I don't know with this and in the other mentioned movies of the, of this ilk that it just, it's always just makes it feel like 
it's the biggest thing in the world. And then maybe that's how it feels like for a lot of people at the time. Maybe that's just an issue yeah. with me. That's why I want to ask is like, was it <laughs> like looking at colleges? Did you consider what colleges your friends were going to? That's a thing in movies and TVs that I've just, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. No, I definitely like, I don't miss or have like, like not in the sense where like, I wish I could like reconnect with any of those friends now. Mm. Like I had a very similar friend group where it was like me and two other like boys. Like we were, that was our core friend group. Um, and I still like reminisce on those days a little bit where sure. like, oh, you know, like having sleepovers or like going, like Sleep doing stuff. Like, together. like uh, but like, I never like wish like, damn, I should give him a call or something. But, but even like, at the time, the transition out of it, was it hard or did it? It, it was just such a gradual thing yeah. that I don't feel like it ever really felt like goodbye because it's still like I, again the social media of it all kind of it's like oh I That's still true. like keep in contact it, to a certain extent and I feel like that has a lot to do with it um and I feel like the ending of this movie not to jump all the way to like the end mm. but like I it I felt it because like they feel it so heavily in the moment as kids yeah, and <laughs> there's like a very I mean I think the very ending is like so tacked on it would have been so much better if it just ended with them like Can they're you both the very ending is again they find the sex swing and their parents oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's so like tacked on where the scene before that is genuinely very right. wholesome. Very sweet, yeah. Very, very like, sweet. Yeah. I, you know, too, it's like it's interesting your question, Fetch, because mm -hmm. by the time for me in high it's like there's one friend where I was like, it right. does suck we're drifting apart. Cause but like the scene that times like, oh, we're both going places to do what we want to do, and that's great. Everyone else in my school was like, well, I mean, I also moved high schools my senior sure. year, so that's a weird, but like the high school prior, even if I hadn't, I'd be like, I want to keep, I hated, I was right. so done with, but, but sixth grade, fifth grade into sixth grade, yeah, very difficult. Which is more pertinent to this, yeah, yeah. I had like, with like maybe four type friends in my class, and they were like athletic sporty boys, and suddenly in sixth grade, that mattered more, and they were like, right. we're going to do sports and you're not all right i'm like no it's like okay so i was feeling myself getting pushed out of the group and it was a very tumultuous time for young dzt so i think that's probably why i cried a lot watching boys, <laughs> sure. which just for the record probably six or seven times i like teared up in this yeah. movie and i was like don't, don't, don't think about it too much and then you can move on it was great it was uh, yeah could have could have really allowed myself to lean in hard and ball but uh would have been weird. Didn't you say you bought it on iTunes? You can watch it whenever you want. I rented it. Uh, so I'll well, probably forty-eight hours. I mean, yeah. I'll probably buy the Blu-ray. You know. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. Uh, yeah, not much going on tomorrow. Um, <laughs> probably will be at a best. I can I can see myself seeing this at a Best Buy game like, yeah, or Walmart. Yeah, yeah eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for that day on my end where I just like, I find a really good good boys deal. Five isn't there. enough for you, Adam. Five is that what it is? <laughs> No, I I'm okay. going for like at, least, <laughs> at least fifteen, you know. Okay. And I want and I want to show it to my kids at some point. Of course. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. I oh, think too. Nightmare I, think situation. I was one. I think that first scene with Will Forte really set me. Okay, I like this because it it could be so easy for like him to be like creeped out by the kid being, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just a sweet moment. And he's like, "Oh, we're not gonna." Well, I mean, they do talk about it. But they do talk like, about it. Son, I am. Um, proud of you i love you i was like oh i like that but it's just supportive you know nice and sweet yeah okay we're okay all right it's not gonna be a sex negative movie and 
Because I hate a sex, sex negative movie. Ugh, yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Tell me about it. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. What are some sex negative movies? A lot of the a lot of the 80s and 90s, you know. You know, here on Z Canada, we talk about a lot of asexual movies. And, uh, oh. Because uh, I just feel like we talk about like a lot of PG rated movies. But, yeah. So it's For refreshing sure, yeah. that we're, we're talking about. I don't know. Something that's not bad. Now, have I you guys talked about Love, Simon? <laughs> no, but I, I personally <laughs> like that movie. Oh, I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, I liked it too. Liked <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. That movie that made was, me cry like eight times. That was one thing that I thought about um, when I wrote the note about like um, musicals that are inappropriate for like middle schoolers and high schoolers to be putting oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing cabaret, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, right. Like, the whole yeah. plot of them doing cabaret is just very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just my favorite trope in all movies ever. Which is funny too, because just like I did high school theater, and like there's a lot of like the principal's participation, you know, needing approval to put up any play. Mm-hmm. And so it's a fun. It's a little unrealistic to be honest that <laughs> that these oh. theater directors can pull a fast one on the school. But I like it. It's funny. It's a good. It's a good funny scene. Always for a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, you're saying it's fun when a movie could be a little playful and not stick mm-hmm. to it. You know what? That, that wouldn't happen in real life, but I'll let it slide. I was watching movie. that show Community while I was in community college. And I was like, what the hell is this? That's not how it goes. <laughs> they would never approve a paintball tournament. Never. Which, by the way, the paintball scene yeah. pretty cool. I love that scene in this movie. It's so fucking funny. There is. Well, I'll get my one negative about that scene mm. up front, Adam. I really don't like the joke where the guy comes in. She dropped the charges. I like that he gets shot and hurt, but it's a little bit of a dark bummer. It's a dark bummer, and it's a having uh, your cake and eating it too thing where I get to make a rape joke without making a rape joke. And isn't that exciting? And it's just like that. Again, everyone knows what yeah. they're implying yeah. it, it's just like is a real and again we know that's like the vibe of these guys are trying to say anyway but we just right. didn't need to talk about it it's not in crucial to you know but again it's that will ferrell thing we've talked about for a decade now where it's like it's, it's happening less now but it's just like we can make gay jokes and pass it off as inclusion or that we're making fun of the homophobes mm-hmm. yeah. or we get to still be homophobic or racist or whatever but we're still putting it in our movie yeah so yeah, that was that was definitely a, a big sour note for me as well. I didn't. And I was just like, it was a fun scene, part, but yes, yeah, no, I I didn't like because the whole movie is about like these boys like learning what consent is to an extent. That's true. Yeah. So it kind of felt like it fit into the theme, sort of, kind of. So that's why I didn't like just because I feel like the boys and like uh, the the boyfriend that she breaks up with. Um, that is gonna be no good. Bad. He's a bad boy, one would say. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Like, I I like kind of that they're just they paint all the frat guys as like extreme, terrible people, <laughs> and so they gave they give like all the uh, justification of like just them him shooting the fuck out of them with the paintballs in that scene, and I don't know. Like, I maybe I'm just a cheap laugh, but like. <laughs> Seeing them get like shot in the nuts and like breaking yeah, like, like the, the paddle against his back, yeah, and um, cool. I don't know why, but that the one line cracks me up every time I watch this movie, which is five times. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when he, he's like, you can suck my dick and you can suck my dick. And uh, yeah, he yeah. says, what about me? Am I just going to sit here? Like, we're the beanbag boys. We do everything together. <laughs> now, I have a question, too. Are we to assume again, that, that the, the drug dealer guy, he's racist and he assumes the black kid is his age and in his econ class? Right? Oh, yeah. He, oh. he says he recognizes from me. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's a racist thing necessarily. They set it up earlier that he that Lucas is the only one who's old enough to be in who looks old yeah. enough to be I, in college. I, I, oh, I okay, think that's a okay. setup payoff situation. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. which is ridiculous because he he looks no, he doesn't like, at all. Like yeah. five years old, but like yeah. that's he's what makes tall, that joke so but he's funny. Not, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, gotcha. Okay. It's also funny. Stuff, yeah. It's funny because in the end, he just like randomly starts wearing like suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lucas is so adorable. he's a sweet kid. Um. I love. I will say one thing I really adamantly appreciated about the movie is they are good boys. Uh, like <laughs> that is a they stuck with a strong choice to be like this. They are in this lane and they will stay. Every decision will be fueled by this lane that they are in. Yeah. And I, I I did like that. I I like the little divorce subplot in this Me movie too. Yeah, I thought it was um kind of sweet, but it was like funny at the right moments. Mm-hmm. We're like, um, he's like, are we still gonna watch This Is Us together? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you're gonna have two Taco Tuesdays, yeah. <laughs> and the hard cut to him like crying in theater class. Like, it, I don't know, yeah. just so many. I think the movie does a good job where it laces the emotion with the humor rather well. Yeah. Why I feel like some comedies try to tack on emotion next to humor, and this movie mm-hmm. like kind of blends it in a way that works for me and that's why i really kind of hold it that yeah well, i like too the divorce is like it it's like in influences his psychology and behavior where it's like yeah. he's obsessed with it we got to keeping the friends here it's like why do yes. you do this much you know it's like it's just, and it's so fresh too it's like he hasn't really processed anything or you know really even told his friends until a little bit in you know yeah um yeah, I love that. Like, he's the one that's, like, very adamant about not giving up that, like, card that means a lot to Yes. Him. And I don't know. Like, that kind of, it, it got me. Because it's, like, there is that, like, one thing from childhood that we hold, like, emotional attachment to. And if you ever had to, like, get rid of something like that, it as a kid, it, like, breaks your heart. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I, I think Lucas is really the heart of the movie. Like, he, he really has, whoever that kid is, I don't know what else he's been in. But he is fantastic in every like. He's you know what he's in the movie Lemon with Brett Gelman. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, I checked out his Letterbox listings and it's like whoa. Also, Not the photo so. of him on Letterbox is like him at like six years old, like very little. So. Um. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's not been in a lot. Keith L. Williams, and yeah, he looks four years old in this photo. Yeah, he looks <laughs> yeah. tiny. That's a little, a, a, t- a tiny child. Not even a good boy. Just a tiny baby. Um, I like that the kid's name is Thor. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, wait. The kid who plays Thor is voicing Greg Heffley in the new Dire Wolf Kid movie. Yeah. Nice. Brady New. He's nice. also like the head of the new Mighty Ducks as well. Oh, uh, which fetch watch? I did. It sounded rough. Did you like it? Uh, no, I, it's fine. It, it it doesn't necessarily fully justify existing for me, but yeah, it's it's. I don't hate it. It's just like, 
we watch him play hockey for like 10 minutes of the whole series. And it's like, <laughs> what, are you, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? <laughs> I was re-watching this, uh, the movies, yeah. trying to like remember, because I loved the first one once I sure. did. And I tried to rewatch them all, uh, but I just never got around to watching D3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just never started the show. Um, yeah. Then the whole Emilio Estevez thing happened a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, I don't think I know. Wait, wait, wait. He's just not returning because of the... Um, oh, right, right. I, I'm sorry. The world we live in, I assumed it was... We found out something truly horrible oh, right. about him as a person. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when that happened, I'm kind of like, well, uh, Bombay's on it. Like, why am I going to... Yeah, even- it's... Yeah. Yeah. It, if if yeah, I'll say this about yeah, game change. Maybe actually game changes. If there's any doubt of you watching it, yeah, it's not gonna counteract <laughs> that doubt. So yeah. it's not worth it. I was I was just on such a. I watched all of the movies again. And I was like, oh, I love this so much. Oh, and it's coming out tomorrow. Great. I'm start. I'm digging in. And then I was just like, all right, I'm doing homework. But I started <laughs> it and I gotta complete it. <laughs> I still think the first one holds up super well. I, th- I yeah. still think it's a super fun movie. I'm watching D2, and I go, is this the, my favorite movie of all time? <laughs> I, I I think D2 has a huge impact on who I am as a person and what I want created out of creative work and uh, what I've been doing with my life the last 10 years. But uh, we're not talking D2, Mighty Ducks. We're talking Good Boys! Good Boys! <laughs> yeah! So they cross the highway. What else? It goes that, um, I'm almost like, I don't know. That's when I started to, I set up my season. <laughs> Movie, this is dangerous. I don't do want to say, get... I did that as a kid. Whoa. <laughs> Not a high, a major highway, but like a three uh, or like a two or three lanes I crossed. And I like, I didn't cause an accident, but I caused like people to like severe, like break very quickly. And mm-hmm. I just remember like, um, this lady like rolled down the window as she was passing by slowly to me and my friend. She said, "Your mother should be disappointed in you." <laughs> and then that stuck with me my entire life. Like just like not like fuck <laughs> you or like you guys suck, or like anything like that. Your mom would be disappointed in you. Like wow. it, it stuck with me. It yeah. was it was rough. Can I tell a bad boy's story from my youth? Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, we should go around and all yeah, tell. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> spending the night, Matt Branson's, you know, I don't know, 10th birthday, 11th birthday. Got a bunch of boys spending the night. They got a trampoline. We're doing wrestling moves on the trampoline. We've got, what are they called? The, the, the things you throw on the ground and they pop. Are they just called poppers? I think so, yes. Great. So, what do you, <laughs> after you've done enough of that, what's the natural heightening? Throwing it at a car that's passing by. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, and just like, there was no build to it. Just the first one that comes, we do it. They screech around. Like, it's a, it's like immediately we're like, oh, we could have ended a life tonight. Like, because it's, they, they, they are thrown. Uh, and it, 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 it's, you know, they, they, you turn and try to get a look at us and we just book it up to Matt Branson's attic and it, the guy apparently talked to his dad and his dad came up dad normally the chillest dude in the world it was so angry (laughs) understandably now as i you know but it was just like yeah so that was the night where we all kind of bonded over the fact where it's like huh (laughs) we can affect our environment in ways that we can be a danger that's no good uh so yeah that was a bad boy 
I feel like that's a very formative thing that we all have is like that moment where we realize, like, oh, our actions have, have consequences. consequences. Yeah. It's wild. And how immediate <laughs> it was, too. Because it's like, yeah. the guy didn't hit the tree, but like, could have hit the tree. And we were the direct yeah. cause of it. And we wow. all co signed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in like third or fourth grade, there was this smart kid with blonde hair. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but my mom was like, I. We gotta make you gotta be friends with him. He, what a good influence <laughs> he would be. Oh, you know? Caleb's so nice. You should be friends with Caleb. Exactly. Why aren't you friends with? Yeah, Caleb came over. Caleb talked me into filling up a super soaker and spraying it through the window of a car that drove by. And older, <laughs> like a grandma freaked out, <laughs> swerved a little, pulled over, yelled, yeah, at my mom to get involved. And my mom was just like. I guess you were like, oh, okay. Believe me, I guess I said, he made me do it. Or mm. somehow I was like, okay, this is a, oh, that kid brainwashed my son. Well. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> How smart it is. It's just so, it's so, it's so interesting. Cause I feel like everybody naturally, there's a death drive we all have. And whenever a train's coming by or whatever, there's a lizard part of your brain that's like, what if I? And kids don't have that level of, you know, whatever to stop themselves always. You know, sometimes they do, but it's like, I, sorry, I'm going to jump back to another, it's less of a story, but incident of just being in my cousin's room and just going, just throwing every object in his room out of a second story window <laughs> into yeah. their front lawn for an hour because his parents were <laughs> home. And then when they came home, they once again read us the ride act. But it was just like, this Beavis and Butthead level of just, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, and that's all we needed in that moment. And then as soon as the car rounded the corner, it was like, oh, right, shouldn't have done this. Oh, wow. But I couldn't convince myself not to do it as it was happening. Uh, Kira, you got a bad boy story? Um, Yeah, so... One, this isn't one that's, like, dangering other things, but I feel like this is a very, like, coming-of-age story. Like, this would be in, like, my coming-of-age film, is that there was this girl in my neighborhood. She No, she lived in a different neighborhood, but she was in my school. She lived in a different neighborhood because she was, like, the wealthiest person in the whole school. And I loved going over to her house because she had an in-ground trampoline. Um like, literally, her family just, like, dug a hole and, like, put a trampoline in it, and it looked like an in-ground pool, but it was a trampoline. Cool. Um, but when I stayed over her house, it was very much, like, oh, like, cool, like, whatever. And she had, like, this thing that would, like, dye your hair, like, temporarily. And it was supposed to come out in one shampoo. And, uh she did that to my hair she put like a streak in my hair and her dad had this weird like go-kart thing and we would drive it around her like cul-de-sac like crazy and in the morning my mom pulled up and I was literally like whipping around the cul-de-sac with like no (laughs) helmet on and like blue hair (laughs) and she was like we literally have to go to church (laughs) and you have blue hair and you're wearing pajamas, like, whipping around the cul-de-sac. That's just like a that's just like a big thing that I feel like was like a coming of age moment. But your ladybird moment. Yeah. No, that's your whip it, whip it moment. Oh Remember yeah, that? my whip it moment. Yeah. We I still have to see whip it. Great. You, you got to see whip it. it. Rules. Yeah. 
Um, She's been telling me whip it rules for years. I know, but it, what else can I say at this point if you haven't seen it? The book is really good too. So. There's a book. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's based off a book. It's called a oh. uh, Derby Girl or something. I think. Oh, cool. It's really good. Dang. Um, yeah. yeah. Adam, what's your bad boy story? I. Other than the traffic one. Um, oh right, sorry. No, I can I can muster. Just give us another one. Yeah, I got. Well, not to um, not to fork. Well, I was gonna. Does anyone have any ding dong or not ding dong ditching? But like prank calling stories. Oh um, yeah. Prank, oh yes, I um. <laughs> yeah, I I got the cops called on me over. Um, Whoa! <laughs> there we go. Um, I, uh, at a local Chili's across the street from my apartment complex, <laughs> and I made a reservation for a hundred because I convinced the manager that Jack Chan was in town to feed his entire crew. Yes! <laughs> yes! And, That's insane. And then they star 69 me. And then, oh. they, uh, and then he, he, like, personally called me back. And he's like, uh, is this phone number uh, blah, 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 blah? And is this, uh, and it was my mom's dad, but she, are you the son of blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, <laughs> calling the cops. And he hung up. Wow. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> now, did he like, actually call the cops or is that just a threat to, to a child? I don't know, but my mom called him and was like, listen, I'm sorry. He's stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that yeah, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, prank calling was like me and my friend's favorite thing to do especially when there was like one person in the whole friend group that had a cell phone mm. like we <laughs> know beforehand like oh they're the one with the phone and then it's like if only a few other people in your grade had a phone it's like they're going to be the ones who you call because you don't have anybody else's number <laughs> <laughs> so um literally would always call the same people and they would just like answer and immediately be like, "Is this Kieran, Rebecca?" And we're like, "No." And then they'll just like hang <laughs> up. But one time, and I don't know how this panned out, we ordered like forty pizzas to the <laughs> aforementioned rich girl's house. Whoa. Um, I don't know what happened if anything did come of it because it's like I think I was in like fifth grade or something, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, but yeah, prank calling was definitely like my favorite thing to do. Definitely like to the point where like, we even like prank called like, my, (laughs) this is a very good boy situation. We prank called my friends like ex stepdad who she like hated and had a lot of like family drama ex stepdad not even like her father estranged father but her ex stepdad yeah and we like made fun of like we would always be like oh whose name whose like voice wouldn't he recognize and like somebody was like making fun of his favorite like hockey player or something (laughs) like because we were like what ammunition do we have i mean ex stepdad you gotta go after the favorite hockey player (laughs) <laughs> asking my friend like oh what what is he like what is he like and she's just like whispering to us she's like uh like trying to like think up like gordy how go after gordy how <laughs> but yeah i mean that was just a weekly tradition when my friends started getting phones honestly i had such tremendous phone anxiety as a kid and the fear of getting in trouble that that was never on my plane i just could never 
No, well, that wasn't going to happen. JZT, how about you? We guy in like third or fourth grade. Yeah, I guess my fourth grade probably because my bad boy year. I was a real. That's when I started wearing skateboard clothes, watching <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And we pr- called a kid named Andy and pretended to be a girl in our grade <laughs> and said we. Who so some... did you do full falsetto? <laughs> you yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and we got caught. And we they our parents made us drive to his house and apologize to him. Yeah. And we cried the whole time. Yeah. It was the worst. Oh, but you know what the, you saying falsetto reminded me, Fetch, mm. that the way Luke Lucas tall yes mm-hmm. in this movie screams and that mm-hmm. high pitch i mm-hmm. i loved it and also like a, a month ago i was at disney california adventure on uh goofy's flight school mm-hmm. and a fa- i was me um a mom a dad and a 10 year old boy mm-hmm. and the 10 year old boy screamed like a little girl and it Very was cool. delightful it was like <laughs> he's like ah! and it's just like whoa it, it, I- it hit the high notes and that in the frat house, it's like firecrackers that are going off or whatever. But whatever like makes him scream in the like every like other minute in that scene mm-hmm. made me laugh so hard. <laughs> like just something about his scream that's like so quick and screechy. Like it just makes me laugh every time I hear it. He has a great oh, yeah. movie scream. But um, now we have. Oh, sorry, Kira. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Side note, um, JZT, I would love to be like on the other end of like <laughs> you being like an annual pass holder at Disney, just like being in other people's family photos. Well, Sean's got a picture of me in the background of one of your guys' photo, and it was True. like this glass break moment where I'm like, "That's what I look like to everybody." Yeah. I gotta, I gotta change some ways. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> Uncle JZT yeah. is just an uncle to all. I was gonna say, I'm... yeah, you listed the nuclear family: mom, dad, son, and a thirty-two-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm often again. I've I've only gone. I've gone to California Disneyland alone more than I've gone with friends or family at this uh-huh. point. And yeah, I get paired up and I go, hey, as a Floridian uh, who when he goes to Galaxy's Edge or something, he often goes alone. I understand. Like, I get it. I, <laughs> oh, I it's great. You bring him headphones, you listen to a podcast online. It's terrific. Oh, it's, it's so good. Like, and yeah. then they, they don't uh, bitch about, like, the $15 space food. They don't no. care. <laughs> like, they don't, they're like, who's Chewbacca? Like, you don't, they don't care. Like, it, you're alone. It's great. Oh, it's, it's heavenly. Oh, yeah. You decide. Oof, I, you know what? I don't feel like waiting for Corn Dog Castle. I'm gonna go to Stage Door Cafe. It's like no problem. Exactly. No one like. Did, I, but still knowing you, JZT, you, I feel like you still need to tell somebody that you can't oh, just yeah, internalize yeah. that. You still have to be like, I'm going. So I'm texting. I'm in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. I'm updating somebody. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the person in line. You, you don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I rode Winnie the Pooh the last time I was at Disneyland alone. Uh-huh. Uh, sat next to a lovely older lady, and we, we damn, man, I could have run away with her. She was like, this is my first time on Winnie the Pooh. I go, me too here. And I had a Disney World mask, and she's like, Disneyland's better though. I go, well, I love them both. I don't need to pick sides. Yeah. They, 
And then I was like, all right, yeah, Disneyland's the best place. Like, yay! <laughs> so it was, um, but yeah, you know, could have, uh, should have missed the years and be like, where are you going next, you know? She's well, like, probably Were 50, you 60. feeling it? Were you going for it, man? With... Mm, it was more of the vibe. I was like, uh, why not, you know? Like, you know, yeah. see where this goes. Yeah. Sometimes like, she's, yeah. Sometimes in Florida, you meet an older woman. She just kind of swoons you a little bit, and you have that you have that little moment where you're like, "I would give it all up for you. I really would." It's like at Disney alone. Oh, it happens! It happens to me like every day here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And my come on, come on, spring a nice uh, older woman refilled my popcorn, and she was just very nice about it. And I'm like, I'd die for you. Are you sure she wasn't yeah, just an underpaid, there. underpaid service industry worker that's being paid to be nice to you, Adam? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was, but I would still die. Are you saying that yeah, I shouldn't die? It doesn't for change how it is. Yeah. Is that what you're saying live on pod that I shouldn't die for service workers? That's a hot take, Kira. There was this period of time post a breakup where I was getting my hair cut every three months by the same lady, and it's like. You healed me, Emily. I think her name was Emily. Wherever she is, she disappeared out of nowhere one day. I was like, oh, okay, and Emily, come here. Like, she don't work here no more. I'm like, that's Emily. The, Emily's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> who's been cutting my hair? Oh, sorry. I was thinking Emma. So, no, yeah, no, Emily doesn't work here anymore. Yeah, she's only here on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she talked about not getting paid enough and wanting to leave New York. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> But now, yeah, good boys and bad boys, mm-hmm. we must discuss the girls. Boys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what a do lot we think of, about uh, these two high school girls? Uh, are how are, how are, are they, they not gay? College, right? No, they're in oh, high are they, school. Are they? But oh, she okay. thinks it's cool that her boyfriend, boyfriend is in college. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm confused because I fully thought, like, going into this, that they were, like, a couple. Couple of that would make well because yeah they assume they're gonna Couple make out and it's probably a trailer misunderstanding you know yeah and it's weird that that was like where it was kind of like leading to for a second and then it's like actually no we are just besties like i feel like if they were gay like that would almost be like better because then the kids would be like oh okay like the best friend is gay but like if the girls were like a couple i feel like it would be more interesting for the boys to have like a learning moment almost and i also feel like maybe weirdly plot narrative wise if they are like gay but in the closet a little bit still and there's video footage of them it gives them all the more reason to more like, it, yeah. kidnap this drone and like refuse to let go of it and, um, that's, it's yeah yeah that's what i had gathered from the trailer that that was like the plot of the movie but it's not they were just like annoyed that the kids were like flying a drone in their yard i i love that a lot of the miscommunication in this movie just spawns from like just that stupid incident where um and they have to like meet at a playground to like exchange stuff and <laughs> when lucas is like look at those sick fucking junkies like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so um, sweet too he's so oh i love it. he's like so concerned for their well-being right because um, his, his world knowledge is from assembly like he, yeah. he is just fully bought what the school tells them and about everything i think i related that too because you know what this reminded me of in fifth grade i was deathly afraid of aids 
they had us watch a video about HIV, and I fully misunderstood how it gets transmitted. They showed they showed a video clip of a kid rifling through like a loaf of bread slices, and so I was like, "You can get AIDS from touching bread." I refused to touch anybody for a couple of days. You invented the keto diet because of your fear. <laughs> yes, we have to eliminate bread from our diets. It's too risky. We could get an immuno. We could get AIDS, guys. We must. I get a very kid thing where you just like you make a, a leap in logic that is just I, solely unique to the urinalysis virus. And they're also not telling you everything, so it kind of makes sense. You would be a yeah. little confused. And, right. And, when I was a and, kid, yeah, I I thought that if you swallowed an apple seed from an apple, a, gr- a tree would grow inside of you. Dangerous stuff. So I accidentally swallowed one like one day at lunch, and I like cried in the bathroom because I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna die. Like I'm that... like, <laughs> it's gonna kill there's, me. There's there's an episode of Rugrats that's like that's it's like an inner space parody, and it's like they go into Chucky because he swallows a watermelon seed or whatever. And I think mm. yeah, my sister took that to heart and had a very similar scare to you about that. And yeah, it's. And you, there, again, there's no way to explain to a kid, no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like assemblies are always so like overblown and like clearly like police sponsored and yeah. oriented. <laughs> like, I feel like when I was a kid, um, when I was a kid, we had Dare in elementary school. Mm. But then in middle school, we had something called Great, which was gang resistance education and training. And there's like, there's gang presence like kind of local to me but like not enough that you would be like going to a middle school and being like don't join a gang and like literally getting suspended for wearing matching outfits with your friends i'm just wow. imagining like a gang in Yukira <laughs> where it's just like dudes like snapping their fingers down like an alley and no. they're like in unison <laughs> together like that's what i'm imagining that Kira, that just sounds like, too, that's just, like, turning more kids onto the cop. That's, like, yeah. advertising. Like, wait, what is a gang? Like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll look yeah. at that. Well, that's the well, thing about, about D.A.R.E. is, like, there is that a three-act structure that they present to you where it's, like, it's yeah. gonna feel great at first. <laughs> they feel the need to get ahead of the ball there, and it's even at the time, it felt like that was a weird way to go about it. And imagine <laughs> if you missed the other two days of school. Like, 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 well, like I said, I, I was so af- deathly afraid of getting in trouble and just things in general that to me, I was like, I don't even need the second two parts. What you're describing sounds scary to me. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, man. I heard I was somewhere like outside and two kids from dare like middle you know 16 year olds were like dare's different now like they've changed it a lot it's like oh, oh okay and like do you want to give us money for x like no no that's <laughs> weird <laughs> weird target i think i think it was at target oh, thank with you. a friend thank you thank you Dave. a friend some of you might know <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll be more specific. One of you definitely knows. <laughs> it's Kira. <laughs> okay. It's a friend of Kira's I was at Target with. Skyler? Uh Mike. Oh Sky- Mike. Okay. Skyler was there too, I think. Yeah. The California <laughs> California uh unit of 
yeah. and then she, you know okay side note back to the whole uncle jzt situation so <laughs> sean and i are planning a trip to california and sean told me that you said to aaron do you think they'll like if i take them to a nice mall <laughs> oh yes yes I, well I think specifically said does Kira like nice malls <laughs> well like well like who doesn't who doesn't like a nice mall I, I, I guess I just really <laughs> so I was going to bring up something about something in the movie about, like, as I get older, uh, I feel more sympathy for parents and things now. And now I'm applying that to, I'm imagining being Aaron getting that text. Oh, this was on Zoom. We, I said this directly to her. We were writing a screenplay. It's good break to be like, but like... Like a, the Americana is a fancy mall. Would that be something Kira would like, or well, Kira, like, let's just let's just get it out there so no one has to feel this way any ever again. <laughs> do you like a good mall? Yeah, especially if it's the Americana. <laughs> there you go, JZT. Because you know, I like everyone loves, likes walking around the Americana, but like there are some real high end stores that I think some people were like, other people are like, well, I'm never gonna shop there, but like you know, I, I just didn't know, I didn't know. Where you there's an Apple because... store, there's a Barnes and Noble, there's an <laughs> AMC that's really good. How big is the Barnes and Noble? Huge, it's like maybe I love that. I love that. Got a whole got a real DVD section and Blu ray section, like a full on, you know, not all and never go on sale and (laughs) $60 (laughs) for cocoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does it have like a full like criterion? It does, does. both a a DVD section of criterion and a Blu ray section of criterion, and they're split up. That's kind of hot, yeah, yeah, it's good, and uh, um, yeah. Oh, it is that weird thing of like the first floor is like I guess Apple Store style, where it's like, hey, why is there so much open space? Like this is a little weird. But second floor, lines where the party's at. Yeah. Books. <laughs> well, I can't wait to go. <laughs> well, yeah. There's a Madewell, Madewell Americana. But then the gallery, you get a little more like classic mall stuff, like Hot Topic. Um, Claire's uh, food court, like a traditional indoor food court. There's a Five Guys Chipotle, and it's, it's so a, wait, Kira, did Aaron tell you about this interaction via text or in person <laughs> or? No, literally, it was a chain situation where Sean and I were texting about LA, uh-huh. and he's like. Oh, Aaron is on Zoom with JZT, and JZT told Aaron, and Aaron told me to tell you that JZT wants to know if you want to want to go to a nice mall. <laughs> In March. <laughs> Would you like to go to a nice mall in several months? I'm all about planning now. Well, Sean did say that you told him to tell. <laughs> I love this game of telephone in our lives. <laughs> that you you told him to tell you our plans so that you can make a reservation with Uncle JCT. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, they go to a mall in Good Boy. Are they yes. in LA in this? It looks like I was LA. wondering that. It's definitely California. But yeah. also, then I was like, maybe it's like, George, where was it filmed? I guess is my question. It has um, California vibes, but it could be a But yes. I mean, the Galleria, that's the name of the mall. And I was like, oh, there's a couple Gallerias out here in LA. So that's a classic. Oh, when um, when Lucas flies into the uh, the truck, the it's like upward, what is it? Delivery? It's funny. <laughs> it's kind of play on. He flew into it in the air. Yeah, no, I, he, um, he oh, also like crashes through a bench airborne. that has like a divorce ad for it. Yeah. It, like a divorce lawyer. <laughs> Uh, it was shot in Canada. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, that, no word on where it takes place. But it's that's not a real intense. place. <laughs> <laughs> but my only problem with the girl, I think the girls of Good Boys do a good job. I just, at one point, sometimes, and maybe this is crazy, or, but sometimes their energy is a little like, um, that just happened. Humor. Mm-hmm. Like, delivery, or I guess delivery, not humor. So it's a little like, hmm. I think the the good boys are very sweet and genuine, and they're a little more like a type of comedy performance you see now. So it yeah. wasn't as into that. But I like yeah. that. And it's a little convenient that one of them is the older sister of Soren. And so I have a, yeah, and a little bit of an yeah. It's and it's like oh, that the two Asian people in this movie are gonna be related. Couldn't just be. Yeah, just a little annoying. Yeah, and yeah, easily they could have had a third friend they went with, and that's the, you know, yeah. older sister of yeah. Soren. It was also like, um, she was like neighbors of Jacob Tremblay, and then it's like he had to like sneak out to go to Soren's house. So it's like, how far did he have to sneak out to? And also they bring up the kissing party earlier and she seems to know that her brother's having a party but doesn't know that it's that one. And it's just it's an unnecessary twist. There's another way you can get them together, that's all. Yeah. But it is sweet when they're tripping balls and they just talk to these little boys and give them some good advice. I, I sure. thought that was sweet. Yeah. I I yeah, I really liked that dynamic. I thought it by the end it was very very sweet and wholesome. Um also, know. they were supposed to be taking that and going to a Kendrick Lamar concert that evening, but when mm-hmm. they came back, they were still in, like, their, like, like, the sister was in, like, her, like, running gear. Yes. <laughs> they yeah. had a busy day, too. They had a busy day. Yeah, true. You yeah. can see a world where they didn't have time to change beforehand, but. Yeah. But then so they seem like back. the kind of girls, like, well, hey. The outfit, the look, the photos at the concert are more important than getting there on time, perhaps. So, mm. yeah. Jacob, Jacob Tremblay tra- changed for the party. Yeah, he had a cool jacket on, right? He a very yeah. cool jacket. Yeah. That was leather. He, he picked it. Oh, that's a funny joke. He goes, I picked it out. I got it. My mom helped, but you know, very cute, very cute. <laughs> Um, I do like that everything in the third act is like, um, it, it just feels like very innocent and like, um, the, all their like little grudges against each other. It's just so like juvenile and like, uh, when they, when they actually like spin the bottle or whatever, um, that like little moment where, um, Thor 
uh, just leaves the room. Um, like for, uh, so he, Jacob Tremblay, like, doesn't uh, feel weird about it. Like, I don't know. There's, like, little moments like that where they're, like, genuinely, it's, like, very, like, I don't know. They, it just presented, like, they're, they're actual friends. And I bought it at that moment where it's, like, the little moments between the comedy that, like, make this movie for me. It's, it's really sweet. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of heart in this movie. And these these three boys do such a good job and they really make you believe they're friends. And it there is there's such a transitional time in their lives. And you know. <laughs> And I like that Lucas is just like not into like anything romantic at all. Like when uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Soren at the end is like because uh, Lucas is like I'm gonna go upstairs and Soren's like um, if you go up you cannot come back down and Lucas is like oh no and then runs up like the stairs very dramatically <laughs> yeah. to go play VR <laughs> yeah going to go play VR upstairs is a very funny thing like if you're not, in, if you're not into it you can go play VR upstairs <laughs> very Gen, Gen Z I think. Or not even Gen Z. What is this? Like, what is, what's this generation? Is there a name for it yet? Mm, I think they would be Gen Z if they were 12 in... Oh, right. 2019. I forgot. This maybe. came out in 2019. I'm watching it in 2021. <laughs> um, this movie's, like, eternal for me. It's like Chloe Zhao's Eternal. It's like these boys Ooh, yes. don't... Mm, yeah. Um, boys. Great... Brady Noon is the Sprite. Um, <laughs> who's Druid? <laughs> yeah, they're all sprite- Sprites in a way. Uh... Oh, Jacob Trenley is, um, I think, Icarus, because he's he betrays them. So who's the war criminal, Fastos? Mm. That's a... <laughs> Who in your friend group is the war criminal? <laughs> well, Lucas does interact with the cop and give them the drugs, so that's... That's another one of my favorite moments in this movie. No, the war criminal is Lucas's uncle that he said flew a drone, <laughs> and then he uh, yelled stuff in his sleep and had diary. <laughs> Such a funny scene. I, oh, also, I, li- yeah. Sorry, a little Rel. Like I was like, he yeah, always it. nice like, to see little Rel. Yeah, which is great because I had I was thinking like little Rel kills it all yeah. the time, and then yeah. remember, oh wait, he's in Space Jam: A New Legacy. Okay. Little Rel mostly. He does fine in he it, though. Fine. He's not. He it's just, just why. The announcer guy, right, at the end of that yes. movie? He plays right. himself, I believe. He's like, whoa, I'm in the game now. Where he, am I? It was such a random... I remember, like, in that movie, it's, like, him and, uh, and just a random... One, actual, uh, one of the TNT, yeah. 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 The it's, best one. Well, the one who's the most professional. Um, also, the other like, three that, are into their bits, but. It's up to you to determine who's the best... Uh, Sports commentator. Let's just say three of the four are just goofing around and they're not taking it seriously, but one of them knows what's <laughs> up. Um, yeah, Little Rel is always a nice like, yeah. I, like in every comedy, I uh, I feel like um, that he pops up in. I'm always delighted to see him. Um, same thing with like Sam Richardson, who plays the comedy oh, yeah. movie. Um, I don't know if it's I think you should leave that got me onto him, or if it's like. I, I feel like he just, like, had, like, very small roles in, like, pretty much every comedy from, like, 2016 upward. And now I'm just, like, a Sam Richardson, like, ride-or-die kind of guy. Oh, like, yeah. every yeah. time he pops up in something, I'm just delighted. And his, like, line delivery in this, like, when he... <laughs> Lucas hands him the thing of drugs. And he's <laughs> like, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> he, he is so good in Veep. He's, oh, like, yes. my favorite part of Veep. 
Yes. Um. He 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 kills it in B. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. That's the first what time a... I've Sam Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Because there too, he's like is dumb, but also nerdy, but also like catches his own mistakes and admits it a lot. It's kind of like yeah. the delivery of a lot of his jokes, like. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, I see. I'm wrong now. It's it's just he's so funny. He's a good like antithesis wow. to like uh, uh, Jonah. I feel like in that show because Jonah is the same <clears throat> spectrum, but like he's the chaotic evil of that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Sam is like the good of that dynamic. And now, uh, who on Veep is the fastos? <laughs> uh, Jonah Wright. Well, there are some. Yeah, there's some war criminals on Veep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the U.S. government, so all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, The Good Boys is... Uh, oh, and when Will Forte gets mad at his... It's also so... It is so funny. It's like, yes, I nailed it with the drone. It's like, he tore it up. It's so funny. It's a fun subversion, yeah. It's the Ferris Bueller, but then what if... Yeah. But, yeah, to, and again, I hate to say it, but to Fesh's earlier point, it's like you can operate a drone through an app, but you haven't figured out how to look at porn on your phone. Yeah. Like, But, again, they're nice, good boys, so... But, yes, yes. Again, Honestly, it's... Good. Oh, sorry. I was going <laughs> to say, um, the scene where his dad yells at him is, like, genuinely very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the way that it was worded was, like, a little bit harsh for what the movie was getting at because they didn't really like establish much of a relationship between like like I feel like if the conflict was like the inner conflict of Jacob Tremblay was like I need to impress my dad I need to make sure I'm like a good man or something then mm-hmm. it would make sense for the dad to be like I am so disappointed in you don't even call me dad I love you but I don't like you <laughs> like, <laughs> I what was like, that part of his insane. job? Like he told him, like that's the one thing he told him not to mess mm-hmm. with. We never uh, learned what that job is. I think he's like a toy he, yeah, designer or something, mm, or like yeah. he designs the drones. I believe. I think. Um, but it's also like I'm talking in terms of like the stakes of their like relationship. Well, it's his father. Like if like your father tells you as a kid, he tells you to do like literally. He said like this is the one thing you can't do. I'm talking about in the context of the movie, though. Which is what... But that's the relationship in the movie, is what I'm saying. Like, it's... Yeah, but, like, the specific wording of it, of him being like, I don't like you, don't call me dad, to his literal child. It's like, also a comedy. Supposed to... Yeah, that's just <laughs> an Apatow run of just... It's not... Oh, yeah. funny. Believe it or not, this is not a A24 indie drama where we're supposed to analyze it. It's just... It's a throwaway line. It's. I'm not trying not... to analyze it. I'm just like, that's a little much, huh? Yeah, I. But it's all heightened for comedic effect, and I think Will Forte like owns that line really well. It's like, I, you're my son, and I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> um, I guess like, when I... I when I see Jacob Tremblay just tearing up at that, it just makes me upset. <laughs> Because I'm like, he doesn't deserve that. It's a drone, and he clearly can easily just go to the store and buy another one because it's like they live in a very nice house. Yeah. Well, he also like completely tore up literally the entire like living room and office space and everything too. Like, I and I don't know. Like, I think I think it's all like justified. Like he was using it to like spy on girls, and I feel like it all. I I like the whole. Right. You're on Forte's side here, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a sounds bold like somebody up. isn't a good boy. Mm, 
You've changed, Adam. <laughs> Just I'm the only good boy here. <laughs> what can I say? Four tickets to me. Well, should we uh, put some final thoughts out there for good boys? <clears throat> um, good boys, more like great movie. That's, That's a- it. <laughs> You know, I, this is a unironic five stars for me. I, I watched it, had a great time, and uh, we'll, we'll probably, I think, like Adam, I think I'm going to, Thanksgiving's coming up. I might force my parents to watch Good Boys, you know? <laughs> Next time you're in Florida, JZT, we'll, let's, uh, let's plan a Good Boys watch together. Oh, yeah. Hopefully by then you can still rent a movie theater out for $100 and <laughs> watch whatever you want. <laughs> Bash, what are your uh, oh I, I feel like I kind of tackled all of it um I feel like my final thought about the movie was made about halfway through the movie I stopped really thinking much about it as it was happening but again like I said like I can see what is appealing about it uh but I, I think yeah you and I are on you know same page this here where it is like yeah the, the 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 I don't know Adam you said it's not an a24 drama I'm like yeah, maybe I would want to see that instead of this. I uh, <laughs> like that's it's it's uh, yeah it's well if if they go unlimited, you can do both. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying it as a culture war no, thing. Just... I'm just saying maybe this movie would work more for me with. All... I guess the thing that drives me crazy about these kinds of movies is what you said is like here's comedy and then here's heart, and it's like yeah they, they can it can feel a little channel surfy to me. And uh, I think this does an okay job, but I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, the 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 static between Tremblay crying and Forte's riff run, yeah, it it, lo- it loses something in translation for me. And uh, again, I, I'm not like I'm I'm all as we talked about the, it being the last studio comedy ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't. I again, I don't hate it to the point that I don't want you know anything more any more anything like it ever again but uh it, it's just it's just not uh, my cup of tea that's all that's fair yeah i in all seriousness i have a very specific love for this movie i don't sure. like i i don't expect everyone else i, I don't expect anyone really <laughs> except i guess jct to feel the same way that i do because <laughs> yeah. I, I just saw it at a very like I was pretty stoned when I saw it for the first time, sure. and I, but I, I went again sober, and I was like, "No, this is still delightful." And that's it's a it's a movie. I don't know. We all have movies where it's like I cannot explain. Like, I totally understand why somebody would hate. The sun is also a star, but I saw it at the mm-hmm. exact moment, where, and it really spoke to me. And it like, I'm not gonna recommend it necessarily, and I'm not gonna defend it necessarily. I know what it means to me. Uh, Have you guys covered he's just not that into you on the Zillennial canon? No, we haven't. haven't, But but I kind of have a story about that. It's like an ensemble uh, romantic comedy. What's your story? With like 20 people. Lots of lines. Gotta save it for for that episode, JZ. For Valentine's Day. Ooh, heck yeah. It's a good... That's what I saw with my mom when she was visiting and we had a great time. Wow, this is a stack cast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston as a couple. I think. Brad Coops? Come on. He, yep. Him and Scarlett Star Johansson. Joe. Yeah. Hook up. 
he cheats on his wife character. Uh, Kevin Connolly has a wife character. Um, I've I've definitely heard of that movie, but I have never seen it. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I might check it out. I've yeah, I might like that movie. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Justin Long lays down the truth in that movie. <laughs> is he, he down with love, or is he is he is he an optimistic guy? He's down with love. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> but maybe he. Maybe he's, maybe, maybe he's not too late for him. <laughs> maybe he's a moody bartender, and the Ooh. regular that he's trying to give advice to wormed her <sighs> way into his heart. Could be. It's been a while. I can, I'm not gonna promise anything. <laughs> I cannot wait to find out if, uh, how the story unravels. Quite frankly, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, and uh, what is it? How to be single with the? I like that movie. Yeah, I like it a lot okay, too. Hold on, pause. I think yeah. this is how we got into the discussion of Good Boys. <laughs> Oh, it's a paradox. Because I remember you guys bringing up that movie and bonding over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember. It's a New York, uh, uh, New York's uh, character type movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But also, like, Dakota Johnson's a great lead. Oh my. And she's she, terrific. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Sorry for being a Dakota. I'm sorry. Johnson. No, no, no. Oh, I'm laughing. Know? I'm laughing because it is literally the exact same conversation. <laughs> This is like one thing has changed since then. I went on the Ellen set. Oh, (laughs) we did the Warner Brothers studio tour. They showed us the Ellen set. We got photos. Do you have a photo of you on the Ellen set? I think so. Yeah, I'll get my mom to text it to me. Yeah, (laughs) history. I I got a photo of history, guys. Not many more days before you can be, you know, see the Ellen set. They're gonna gut that shit. You know. Oh, probably, well, they'll probably send it to a museum. They'll probably take a lot of the set to the Smithsonian. The show's ending, right? Yeah. Oh, do we know what, what's filling the slot? Who says there? Um. Yeah. I was scared too this year. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Ooh, a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of shows. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know, guys. I gotta be honest. I don't think we're ready. Yet. <laughs> we can hardly do our show. <laughs> I feel like we'll have a little more help, though. You That's know, true. That's a TV. great point, actually. Yeah, but I don't know if a middle America, anyone's, most of America is going to be ready for us, you know? We're a big change of pace from Ellen. <laughs> yeah, us and Ellen, different sensibilities. Yeah, and, and do we meet them in the middle? Do we stand our ground? Do we, like, do we have to, like, our... are, are they going to be cool with us, like, looking for kids on YouTube like Ellen did? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little different, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's because Ellen was like the first uh, publicly like gay mm. uh, daytime host and mm-hmm. you guys are two white guys talking about film and I yes. think it's equally trailblazing <laughs> yeah. it's equally uh, Absolutely. It's, it's equally <laughs> cool I think <laughs> yeah I mean we really don't have any of that now in today's society huh yeah Oh my! it'll God. be really there... refreshing there's yeah. this HBO Max series, The History of Late Night, or The Story of Late Night. Oh, I got boy. two minutes into it, and I just said, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> when James Corden says, you create a relationship with people in their rooms, like, fuck no. Was that your British accent? 
I failed hard at that accent. <laughs> more Italian to me. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was saying James Gordon and thinking of like Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, that's not. <laughs> but also, it was it was a, it was a full brain failure moment. <laughs> Because then, too, Lauren Michaels came out and said, we wanted to change the, the game. I was like, I, no, 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 no. I can handle one pretentious idiot talking about how comedy and late night are important. This is so off topic. But... No, no, uh, because you were on the Ellen set. It's okay. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And we yeah. got to that from How to Be Single, which we got from... Uh... Dakota Johnson. Yeah, let's yeah. say you got the good boys initially, yeah. and that's why Adam, we're all you, here. Have you yeah. fan of those Fifty Shades movies? You seen those? <laughs> I've seen every single one. Oh, how are they? Bad. Um, oh, I think. <laughs> uh, although the third one has Dakota Johnson, uh, Tokyo Drifting, and oh. I, I was thoroughly impressed. And uh, I was, as a resident fast stamp here on the pod, yeah, I wanted her to be in the La Familia. Oh. Adam, um, I wanted to tell you this, but on the pod. So today there was a customer at work. Um, she was sitting and waiting for her daughter in the fitting room. She was sitting directly next to me, um, like at my station. And her phone, it wasn't even her ringtone. It was her text tone, but it was the song See You Again. But it was her text tone. So it kept like going off, like the song kept <laughs> beginning. And it wasn't like the chorus. It was just like the beginning of the song, like the piano tone <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but it just like kept going off because she was like texting somebody back and forth. Do you have her number by any chance? <laughs> I should have gotten it for you. Sorry. Yeah, she should have been my letty, dude. Come on. Yeah. So, Kira, you're saying you decided I'll tell all about Adam all about it when I see him again? Darn, I had so many more thoughts on the two minutes of this late night documentary I watched. You're gonna go off on like every 2010 studio comedy. We still have some time. Yeah. But I hope comedies get it did this movie did make me go like, yeah, comedy and movies, yeah. There's one fun, they fly by. There's one coming out next year that sounds kind of cool. It's with Sandra Bullock and uh Channing Tatum. Mm -hmm. Uh the lost for that city, i believe it's called and um the premise is like uh she's a romance uh, like a reclusive romance writer and he's the guy who is the body model on all her covers and they somehow get stranded on an island together on the way to a photo shoot and it just sounds i don't know i like both of those people and sure. it sounds delightful as a movie I, I saw the proposal early into the pandemic and i loved it so hard that's another five stars. That's a millennial movie. That's yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the movie that got like Betty White back to the cultural mm. like she ever really left. But yeah, I feel like after but that, that movie, 2010, yeah, revamp, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Off their rockers and whatnot. Yeah. Guys, oh remember off, yeah. off their rockers? <laughs> that just unlocked a memory. <laughs> yeah, I know that cool. Cool. Can you remind me what that is exactly? <laughs> it's oh. a, it was an NBC prank uh, prank show hosted by Geriatrics. Oh, 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 yeah, right, okay. It literally, like, it literally sounds like something from 30 Rock, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off oh, their rockers. There, there's just been a lot of TV shows in the last 10 years that are horseshit. 
<laughs> and I know there was bad television since the beginning of television, but you know, at a certain point, we started keeping track of these things, <laughs> and it's a little shocking they let crap get made. You could call Zillennial Canon just off the rockers. That's a good alternate title to this pod, I think. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, Kira, you got any final thoughts on the movie? I I gave you my final thoughts. Oh, did you? Oh, I'm off uh, my rockers, buddy. I, I told can't, you. <laughs> I can't remember if I did actually give like one final statement, but my letterbox review was IDK, and my final statement is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, where can the audience find you, wonderful boys? Thank you for coming on the pod. Oh, thank you for having you guys, us. You guys are the good boys of the oh. pod. I was gonna say uh, we talked uh, on DMs about this being a seismic crossover event, and mm-hmm. you you we might think what we bring to the table is horror movie stuff, but I think what we brought to the Zillennial uh, uh, Canon podcast this week was breaking the format of your podcast for no reason. <laughs> Yeah. which we often do <laughs> yeah I loved, I loved when you guys covered Venom by talking about Eternals that was an all time favorite episode oh wow whoa wow the editing worked <laughs> yeah that's, it seems to be how it goes whenever I go whenever I hang up from a zoom call and go I don't I don't know if we have a podcast anymore what was that turns out to be someone's favorite episode anyway yeah we have a podcast called I was scared too a horror movie podcast are there specific places they have to look yeah go to anchor fm i guess or check out at i was scared then the number two mm-hmm. on twitter or instagram or yeah. twitter i think both yeah We're, we've been working on brand management a little bit yeah consistency and um also i think on twitter i'm at jazz town three for at least another month i'm, I'm losing yeah. twitter but yeah, I don't even know. what is my Twitter? Oh, fesh underscore underscore, f e s h underscore underscore. Oh yeah. You can you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji. Follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon. Follow us on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. And I just realized that I did this out of order. So go ahead, Adam. I threw off our rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, is this how it usually goes? I'm I just gonna forget. cut off Adam. Um, Adam, no promo. <laughs> yeah, no promo. Um, uh, Twitter, Adam underscore not Sandler. My other podcast, the Aggressively Okay podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Gristle K Productions. We have uh, some stuff coming in December. So check mm. out the channel for that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Welcome anytime to come break the format of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And a very happy Thanksgiving to all of us and to all of our listeners. Thank you for celebrating Thanksgiving with us by listening to Good Boys. <laughs> Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, you guys were all pretty good boys for tuning into this episode. <laughs> you all get a treat. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.